We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Striking Gold, your 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Network. My name's Rob Lauder. I cover the 49ers for all of you fine folks on the other end of the speaker. I appreciate you tuning in. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the Trey Lance saga. I know, we've never talked about it before, but it's time for a change. And how that saga seems to be nearing its end. Unfortunately, um, for pretty much everybody involved in the situation. In typical 49ers fashion, this team uh, never lets you go too long without getting in the headlines, which is fine with me. I'm the guy that has to record the podcast, but today we heard from NFL's Tom Pelissero that Sam Darnold had outright earned the quarterback two job, the backup quarterback job behind Brock Purdy, and the 49ers were now evaluating their options with Trey Lance. Shortly after that, we heard from NBC Sports' Matt Mayoko and basically every beat reporter on the scene that Trey Lance was not at practice. So the moment you hear that, you're like, okay, Trey Lance didn't win the job. He's not at practice. He's getting traded. Like they're, they're, they're working out the final details and there's no point to trade and being out out there anymore. Well, that wasn't exactly the case. No one knew why he wasn't out there, whether it's beat reporters, even teammates, Fred Warner was like, I don't know where he was. It was weird not seeing him out there. The, The 49ers decided not to speak with the media. They weren't scheduled to speak with the media, so it wasn't like a big conspiracy like Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan or John Lynch was supposed to speak, and they backed out of it. They just they weren't scheduled to speak. Um, and I guess to them, they didn't feel like there was a reason to talk to the media, but Kyle Shanahan in some weird twist of fate, I mean, you can look at that like it's a lack of accountability. Obviously, the news breaking that Sam Darnold was officially the backup job is something that the team should have to discuss but maybe to them that wasn't quite the news that everybody else thought it was it was really that news combined with the idea that Trey Lance wasn't there 
made everybody at least immediately think that things were had moved way further than anybody expected at this point. Shanahan went on uh, KNBR later that evening. Just to sum up some of the things he said, um, essentially why Trey Lance wasn't there is Kyle Shanahan apparently that morning had the conversation saying that he had not earned the backup quarterback with Trey Lance. And backup quarterback behind Brock Purdy, you know, in competition with Sam Darnold. They were officially giving that job to Sam Darnold. Kyle Shanahan broke that news to Trey Lance, and he didn't take it well, apparently. I, it doesn't sound like he was angry. He very well could have been. Uh, but Shanahan did say, by the way that Lance reacted to that news, that it became obvious that he should take the rest of the day off. And, I mean, I'm assuming that means he was upset, maybe a little emotional, and I, I wouldn't blame him, like, the amount of work that goes into being a quarterback in the NFL. And the, I'm sure Trey Lance was working his ass off to be the backup quarterback, just to give himself a chance to get back out there. You know, if you're the backup quarterback, you're one play away from getting back in there. You know, I'm, I'm we can make a very easy assumption. And that's why Sam Darnold signed with the 49ers to begin with. You are one play away from being the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback and a quarterback in which, you know, uh, for a team that's needed its backup quarterback, like four out of the last six years, like a lot, more than half the time. So it's a good bet. So for Trey Lance, you can see how that would be obviously disappointing. You've put in all this work. You finally gotten healthy. You did all this work over the summer. And uh, you essentially have somebody that I assume Lance respects a lot in Shanahan telling you uh, you're not good enough. And that's tough. You know, that's, it's not going to, you're not, you're not hacking it. And that's hard for a professional athlete to hear. Yeah. I mean, I, you always see those assholes on social media and eh, they're making a lot of money. Don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. But that's not what drives them. Otherwise you'd never get to that point. So, um, Trey Lance was obvious, obviously upset. Shanahan told him to take the day off. Shanahan even said that he's planning on Lance playing in Friday's preseason game against the chargers after whenever Darnold comes off the field. Um, so in Kyle Shanahan's mind, he's in just this weird, you know, not babysitting role, but he's just got these three quarterbacks. He had to break the bad news to one of them and he's just trying to soften the blow. And to him, it doesn't seem like anything's imminent. He said that he wanted Trey to stay on this team. He would love to keep Trey as the third quarterback, but I mean, that's like, somebody asking you to work for free after you fired them, you know, and it's not exactly the same, but you get my point. Like I'm sure Trey at this point is like, just get me out of here. And Kyle Shanahan did mention multiple times on KMBR that they wanted to do right by Trey. Even if that meant taking that opportunity somewhere else. So it sounds like the 49ers are open to Trey Lance and his agent who happens to be the same agent that reps Sam Darnold. Um, they're open to the idea of him seeking a trade in terms of the, in terms of the options the 49ers have with Trey, there's three very simple options. You can keep him as your quarterback three and utilize the third quarterback rule that was reestablished this off season, meaning that third quarterback doesn't count against your active roster on game day. They still have to be a part of the 53 man roster, but in terms of the, the, those active players, um, the third quarterback does not count against you and can only come into the game if the first and second quarterback get hurt. But anyways, they can keep him. 
Uh, they could cut him, which will cost them a ton of money. You're talking just tens, ten to uh, depending on when they do it, ten to fourteen million dollars in dead money. Uh, it would cost them more money to cut him than it would be to be to keep him on the roster this year. So it's 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 a conundrum. And then the last option, probably the one they would prefer the most, obviously, is trading Lance, which would take the majority, not all, but the majority of his contract. And and push it off onto another team. The majority of his remaining contract. Um, Shanahan said that Sam Darnold started to pull away with the job over the last ten days. If you look at a calendar, ten days ago was about when they played the Raiders. So you know you're looking at, um, and and Trey Lance struggled against the Raiders. So maybe that was something that really stuck in Shanahan's mind. Lance seemed like he really turned it around against the Broncos, but. If you watched that Broncos game with a clear eye, yes, Lance was awesome. Did some great things. Made some frustrating plays. I, I highly uh, advise you go check out uh, JT O'Sullivan's uh, quarterback school on YouTube. He broke down Lance's performance against Denver. And while there were great throws scattered within there and, and some definitely some highlight plays, I mean, we saw it. It was, it was a strong performance for Lance considering what he's been through. There were also some throws that were like, damn, like what the hell was he thinking there? But what I was going to say is if you watch that game with a clear eye, you would see a Sam Darnold uh, showing that was just as impressive as Trey Lance's. I mean, it was, it was sharp. Darnold was 11 of 14. Trey Lance was 12 of 18. Darnold had a completion percentage of 78.6. Lance's was 66.7. Dar- Darnold threw for 109 yards and um, one touchdown and one interception. Lance threw, a, threw, a threw for 173 yards, one touchdown, one interception, both of them with nearly identical quarterback ratings at 93.1 and 93.2 for Darnold. So it was, you know, Darnold had just as strong of a showing and Darnold had a better showing against the Raiders. So it, it, it it's not all that shocking that Shanahan would feel like Darnold kind of established himself over the two game stretch. I mean, Darnold didn't play much against the Raiders, but he went five of eight, you know, Lance at the same time went 10 of 15, but that was one of those games where um, the stat line doesn't necessarily paint the picture. You'd have to, you watch uh, Lance against the Raiders and he looks, he looks nervous and he kind of settled in a little bit, but I'm not going to sit here and, and just, I've already feel like I've gone too far in the comparison between the two preseason Shanahan felt like Lance pulled away. And that was kind of what it, it is, what it is. So that's why he said eventually. Now what, what's weird is Shanahan had just said a couple days ago that they will make the decision about the backup quarterback job when they have to basically in week one, when he's got to pick a backup quarterback. Now, obviously something happened that made him or Lance 49ers camp or Lance's camp leaked the fact that he was no longer the backup. I don't know who, I don't know who stands to benefit from it, but it was obviously not timed how Shanahan said it was going to be timed. So who knows what is going on in terms of the timing. If the 49ers are trying to drum up some form of trade interest before the roster cut downs on Tuesday, um, the hard one of the hard facts is, the 49ers, as of right now, are scheduled, projected to be almost $13 million over the salary cap next year. 
and they still are working out a deal with Nick Bosa that's going to be absolutely massive. So, you know, if they are truly feel like their backs up against the wall with the salary cap, then Trey Lance's $9.3 million cap number this year and $10.8 million cap number next year would be money well well ejected, gotten rid of. Um, but that's only going to happen if they could if they can make a trade. So that's going to be tough. And what I don't think a lot of people realize, the conversation usually when it comes to, one, while I'm hearing myself, I apologize for my voice, started school again, talking to students all day, and then coaching football afterwards, and then jumping on and recording a pod. That's hard to do, but I'm hanging in there. The conversation when it comes to trading Trey Lance is usually, oh, what can the 49ers get? It might be what can the what do the 49ers have to give? You're talking about an NBA salary dump type trade where maybe the 49ers are giving up a third or a fourth and getting back like a sixth or a seventh. You know, like it might not be the 49ers might only be benefiting from a Lance trade within their books. In terms of draft capital and what you're getting back, that might be a negative just because Trey Lance's contract versus what he's done and what a team may or may not need him to do, or, you know, he's probably stepping into a backup role. There's no team out there that's going to immediately start Trey Lance. So it's, it, it comes off as more of like a salary dump than it does like, Oh, here's Trey Lance. Give us a lot of draft capital. You know, that's, that doesn't seem like the way this is going to go. One, Trey Lance's draft stock, or excuse me, trade stock is already tanked. It was already low, and then finding out he's been beat out, beat out by Sam Darnold makes it even lower. The 49ers have no leverage. If every team wanted to, they could just wait until they decided to cut him, whether that's now or later. So the 49ers have very little leverage when it comes to Lance. It would really be just another team wanting to avoid any sort of bidding war or troubles in regards to acquiring him and they can just get him. Now, if the 49ers do want to do right by Lance, he should be involved in that process, but I just don't know where they're at when, in regards to Lance, trading Lance. Diana Rossini of, of The Athletic now, formerly ESPN, reported that the 49ers had been trying to trade Lance all offseason and weren't able to do so. They got apparently were in talks to trade him to Minnesota, who's been mentioned by both her and Ian Rappaport. Didn't happen, fell apart. So I don't know what the 49ers can expect in terms of interest for Lance, if there is any at all. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Shanahan continued to talk on KMBR saying, you know, they're not giving up on him, but we had to make this decision. And it is what it is. He could understand why he was upset. They wanted to do right by Trey, and they alluded to, you know, just being open to, open to sending him somewhere that would benefit him. Where that is and who would be willing to trade for Lance is not all that obvious. Um, we're not sure. I mean, in terms of just recapping what's happened, I mean, you guys have heard my take on Lance. There's so many different factors that go into this thing. My, I think the biggest thing a lot of people should know is that Trey Lance hasn't worked out for the 49ers to almost no fault of, of Lance's. The guy just, you know, he basically had one shot and he, did, and he, and he barely got a chance at it before another injury. I mean, you're talking about a guy that came in as a rookie and immediately broke his finger, which affected him that entire season, despite the fact that he came in and played for when Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt. Um, affected in that season, into next, into the following season, came in as the starter, and finally got his season. Fin- you know, he endured that season behind Jimmy Garoppolo, which I never had a problem with. If you're talking about a long-term project, yes, Lance needs reps. But if you're thinking long-term, you're like, I, I – I know he needs reps, but I don't mind him sitting sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to learn a lot. It's going to help ease his transition. That was never a problem. It's just during, you know, they made him the starter, and then his first year as the starter, he broke his ankle immediately. And that wouldn't even be that big of a deal. I mean, it's a big deal, but Lance could have come been the starter at the start of this season, but the 49ers stumbled upon Brock Purdy, and that – that was it. it. It would be organizational malpractice to just ignore what Purdy did. I mean, Lance said so himself, and now he is where he is. And that opportunity, he's, now we look back at it all, and we're like, man, he got one opportunity, and he broke his ankle in the first quarter of his second game. And maybe that wouldn't have defined his tenure with the 49ers, but then Brock Purdy comes in, and you're like, damn. This guy looks good. He looked real good. He looked better than any 49ers quarterback had in quite some time. And now there's no going back. The 49ers aren't willing to do it. I mean, how could they with Purdy healthy? Like, what are they going to do? Sit Purdy and just 
roll with Lance because they gave up a bunch of draft picks for him. Yeah, I mean, that's where they're at now. It's a failed trade no matter how you look at it. Nobody should defend the 49ers, and that's not really what I'm doing when I talk about the series of unfortunate events that led to where we are with Lance. I have no reason to absolve the 49ers of anything. You know, they traded. They, I guess I should say they gave up three first-round picks and a third-round pick to for Lance. And it didn't, you know, didn't work out. That's all there is to it. They gave up a lot for a player that could not even win a backup quarterback job with their own team. They passed on a lot of great players to to obtain Trey Lance. So, I mean, look at it however you want to look at it. It didn't work out. They took a swing. They missed. And I guess you could say they're just lucky that Purdy is a part of the equation. Now, that, to me, you know, you kind of get into Marvel Multiverse of Madness type stuff when you say that because if Purdy was not on the team, then the 49ers would be mostly betting on Trey Lance again right now. Maybe they would have brought in Sam with brought in Sam Darnold to compete with Lance, but uh, you know what I mean? Like it, it could have gone completely different if they never re- discovered Purdy because you know, they would have just been like, okay, Lance broke his ankle, but now he's back. Let's give him another shot. But uh, the fact that Purdy came strolling in through this whole thing for a loop, Trey Lance, a player like Trey Lance needed reps. If you want to, you know, kind of use hindsight being 2020 to go back and say, well, they should have never sat him behind Garoppolo. Uh, I mean, sure, but at the time it didn't seem that crazy. Especially given how often Garoppolo got hurt. Damn, I, I've said all this. I don't want to say it over again. Um, you know, the 49ers swung for the fences. It didn't work out. They got lucky that Brock Purdy landed in their laps. And uh, it is what it is. I think that. You got to remember good front offices hit on like maybe like 30 to 40% of everything they do. The good ones don't revel on it. You know, they don't dwell on it. If something doesn't work out, they move on and you try and adjust from there. That doesn't absolve the 49ers of it. You know, they passed, like I said, they passed on some serious talent to bring Lance in and, uh, and none of it's worked out. Sure. There's some bad luck in there, but none of it's worked out. And uh, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Now we've got Sam Darnold as the backup, Brandon Allen's quarterback three. I don't know if the 49ers are keeping two, three, four quarterbacks. Is Lance going to be on the roster come Tuesday when they have to cut down to 53? Is he going to be traded? Is he going to be released? There are so many questions at this point that we really don't know. You know, I, I mean, you could speculate it on however, however you want. There has never seemed to be any sort of real trade market for Lance, and like I said, if they are going to trade him, it might look a little different than a lot of people are expecting in the fact that it might be, here, we'll give you a fourth, you give us a seventh, and then you can take Trey Lance. Maybe a player comes along with it, and you know, maybe the 49ers ramp that up to like a, a third because they're getting some type of player back that they feel like they can use. That gets That's awfully complicated, and they don't have a ton of time. So, you know, it's it's an interesting situation. It's unfortunate for all sides. I feel bad for Trey Lance because he just never quite got – it's not that he didn't get the opportunity. It's just that it 
it didn't go his way. You know, the opportunity he got, he got hurt. And then that, you know, brought that brought in Jimmy Garoppolo and then Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt and that gave Purdy his chance and he took it and ran with it. And you can't fault him for that. You can't fault the 49ers for going with Purdy, but you can fault the 49ers for their evaluation of Lance and maybe evaluating their own situation and the rope they'd be able to give Lance that they never really were able to give him. It's just this huge tornado of, of circumstances that all led to Purdy coming in. And, and we'll see the story's not over. Is Purdy going to stay healthy all season? History tells us no. Not based on him. I mean, he's already, obviously, we know he's already been hurt, but just based on the 49ers. Is Sam Darnold going to be good when he comes in? I say when. If he comes in for Purdy, we don't know. Is he going to get hurt? And then they're going to look like idiots because they move Lance if they do. There's still so many elements of this story that are unresolved, unwritten. You know, we'll see. Like I said, with Lance, they could keep him. They can have a solid quarterback three that has a lot of knowledge in this offense that is still developing, as crazy it is to say. They can cut him and incur a ton of dead money, but you're moving on. You know, you just rip the Band-Aid off. Or maybe another team comes in and says, hey, We'll take him, but it's going to cost you this. Wild. So just, just wild. I know Tom Pelissero also said on an interview that Trey Lance, like they looked at him like he was the fourth quarterback on the depth chart. They didn't even think they were going to keep him over Brandon Allen, which is just wild. I'd have to look more at that, but I'm looking at it. It's just like, whew. So, and in, I mean, you can, you can have whatever, you know, obviously you guys can have whatever opinion you want to have on the matter. It's, it's crazy, you know, but I'm all over the place. Like, I feel like there's an element to the 49ers maybe misjudging what Lance was capable of, misjudging their own scenario or their own situations in terms of what they would be able to what chances they'd be able to give Lance. Then you've got the injuries when it comes to Lance breaking his finger, breaking his ankle that seriously derailed every chance and evaluation the 49ers could get of Lance. And then at the end, you've got Purdy that was like, hello, I'm going to add another wrench to this situation, which is fine. I mean, the 49ers have egg on their face no matter what, but if they come away with a quarterback that's going to help them win games, no one's going to give a shit. Because winning pretty much cures it all. And as crazy as it is, the 49ers have missed on a lot of players, but they've drafted some good ones too. And they've targeted some good ones too. You know, I mean, you look at all the players that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have brought in here. Trent Williams, George Kittle, Nick Bosa, as obvious as that one was. Fred Warner, Debo Samuel. You know, I mean, you can Dre Greenlaw, Brandon Ayuk, trading for Christian McCaffrey, trading for Javon Hargrave. I mean, we we get to see that one go crazy. But they have built a winning team, and that's the only reason they're not seriously on the hot seat when it comes to trading that much for a, a quarterback is because, one, they stumbled upon Purdy, and, two, they built a great team. It's just the way it is. Will that eventually 
you know, with the way the salary cap works, with the amount they're paying these good players, will that eventually kind of turn around and slap them in the face as the window shuts? Sure, it might. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, with a, a coach like Kyle Shanahan, it seems like you've always got a decent chance. But, you know, the NFL's designed to disperse talent via the salary cap, and the 49ers have a lot of talent that uh, not all of it's going to be able to hang out. Just like Nick Bosa's not hanging out until he gets his money. But that's inevitably going gonna, inevitably gonna to force a couple players out. I know I'm kind of rambling at this point, but my point being is like these situations are so fluid and so complex, and it's never black and white. And if that were ever true, it would be with Trey Lance and his soul situation and how all this unfolded because it's unfortunate. He didn't deserve this, but it's what happened. And uh, now you get the 49ers are just trying to maneuver their way through the best way to handle it from here. You know, what is the best way to handle it? It's tough to say. I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have all the answers. I, it's just, it's just, just crazy to try and take it all in because everything just moves so fast. I'm snapping. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but just move, 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 move. Things change. Things change. Things adapt, adapt or die. You know, things are moving. Oh, Lance is down. Oh, here, good thing we kept Garoppolo. Now he's in there, and he's playing great. He's winning us games. Oh, Garoppolo's down. What about this seventh rounder? He comes in and is better than all of them. And you're like, what the hell is going on? And now the original guy that you gave up three first-round picks for doesn't have a place. What are we going to do with him? Let's bring in a veteran QB to be a backup to this other seventh-round QB, and we'll get rid of the guy we played all the draft capital for because he seems to be the worst of the three. It's like, what the hell is going on here? You know, and that's pretty much all I got to say about all of it. It's, it's nuts. A lot of people sharing the blame and then, but a, a, a luck and bad luck and good luck course is a huge part of it all. So, but that's it for me. Um, I just wanted to come in here, throw you all an emergency pod based on all the crazy ass Trey Lance stuff going down. There is a chance that by the time we hit Friday's game against the chargers, this is all changed and maybe I have to jump on here again. Um, you know, maybe we'll just cover it after the chargers game. I don't, I just don't know how it's all it's going to unfold. We'll see. There may be another emergency pod before the post game pod. You know, it's wild, but I'm here for you guys. I'm in. That's it for me. You know, give me your thoughts on, on Twitter. If you want at Rob underscore louder. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. I mean, I, I, and I'll get off this pod and I'll lay down and I'll be like, damn, I should have said this, this, and this forgot all about it. But there's just so many things to think about. It's, it's wild. I I don't know how many times I've said it's wild, maybe 10, but it is, you know, y'all know this. Um, if you're a supporter of the pod and you want to show us a little love, jump on whatever app you listen to the pod, whether it be Spotify, Apple, wherever you get it. Uh, leave us a, a good review. You know, show us some love. I think we're like three reviews away from 300 reviews on on iTunes. So if you guys want to bump us up a little bit, I, I'd appreciate that. Um, but only if you think we deserve it. You know what I mean? Say no charity. Um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to Striking Gold. But as always, all good things must come to an end. And for another episode, I'm Rob. This is Striking Gold. This has been an emergency episode. Quarterbacks again, and we are signing out.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.